Hey guys, what is going on? So sorry it's been well over a month since I did my last podcast. You know, obviously life gets in the way. Things happen. A lot of positive things have been happening, so I can't complain too, too much. We are still in this booty-ass pandemic, so (laughs) it's not all the way great. But I'm still alive. I'm still healthy. I'm still breathing. I hope everybody is doing the same. Um, This... This is going to be an interesting episode. Me and my cousin, who you've probably heard in the previous podcast that I've done, chatting like always. And I actually had to edit this episode because it wind up being well over an hour. So I got it down to about 20, 25 minutes. And we were just chatting about a lot of things. We're chatting about the pandemic. We were chatting about minority parents. We were chatting about adulthood. For anybody who is 19 or around that age, you're going to enjoy the beginning of this episode because that one is geared specifically towards you. Um, But we were talking about a lot of um, interesting things, Um, venting a lot to each other like we always do. So it's going to be an interesting one. And like you see as the title of this episode, life is no joke. And people really need to start taking life and their lives and lives in general seriously, especially during this time period. This pandemic is not a joke. This pandemic is real. There are still people dying from it. You know, we got to we got to really realize that it's real. (laughs) It's really real out here. But I hope you guys really do enjoy it. It's a very interesting one. I might add the other parts of my episode in next podcast or whatever. So yeah, and I hope you guys enjoy listening because I love and enjoy making these podcasts for you guys. And like I always say, let's chat. I am not complaining about it one bit because there has people, there are people who have not even made it to their 20s. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm like, I'm not complaining about my 20s at yeah. all, but adulthood Yo, it's it's, it's not even a joke. Once you hit twenty years old, it gets real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that I'm happened like, to 19, me. Like I'm still a teenager. Mm-hmm. I still have like all this other stuff going for me. But once you hit twenty and you're not a teenager anymore and you're an adult, you're just back out like, really. You're not twenteen. You're twenty. Yeah, you're 20. Meaning you are an adult now. You're yeah. not no. You're not in your teens anymore. Like I literally would advise. And it's so funny because I know a lot of people who are 19 or around that age. For anybody who is 19, prepare, start preparing yourself now. And I'm not even like, I'm not even trying to be like scary or nothing or sound crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to sound crazy, but nah, you're about to be a whole adult whenever ne- around next year. So you might want to start preparing yourself now because it's not even trying to be like rude or mean. This is real. Oh, yeah. Adulthood is ghetto as fuck <laughs> no complaints because i'm so blessed to be alive so blessed to have a roof over my head and yeah. so blessed to be taken care of but at the same time just because i have a better off than certain people quote unquote if you want to put it that way doesn't mean i'm not allowed to struggle yeah. doesn't mean i'm not allowed to complain or cry or get stressed That's about shit too. i hate when people do that oh well at least your situation is not blah, blah. And first of all children in africa <laughs> and it's first of all before i even sound crazy for sucking my teeth it's not that i don't care hello exactly. duh but everybody but, has a right to their 
feelings. Yeah, that's why I'm like, just because they are in a different place than me doesn't mean that me feeling stressed about having to deal with life is not valid. Like, I, I, I can't. And nobody's comparing their situations. Everybody has an issue, multiple issues. You may have one thing, I may have another. It doesn't matter. That's, and nothing is worse than the other. It's all... That's why I, a lot of people sometimes do that. I personally, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I tell everybody, I don't judge. So, you know, when people be like, oh, my God, don't judge me. And I say that to myself, too. I'll be like, oh, my God, don't judge me. But when people say that to me, I'm like, I'm not judging you. Yeah. If you ask my opinion, <laughs> oh, best believe I will give it to you. I don't, there's a lot of things that I, yeah. people do that I don't agree with, but I don't judge because I'm like, if that's making you happy, that's making yeah. you happy. As long as you're not being flat out dumb and harming yeah. yourself, I'm all here for the yeah. antics, regardless of if I agree or not, but. Exactly. And that's the thing too. It's like, you can judge people, but you're not in their shoes. So yeah. you don't really know. Like, you know what they tell you. Yeah. But you don't really know the full story, the behind the scenes. Like, Bro. you're not living oh, their God. lives. This is going to make me go into what I have been wanting to get off of my damn chest. Ah, I can't even scream because it's nighttime. But, bro, I noticed this in the past few days about myself. About myself. And I don't know if you've noticed this about yourself or if you've ever had this realization. But, first off, I'm not to pat myself on the back or put myself on a pedestal. But I'm a good-ass fucking person. I know for a fact that I am. I be wildin', I be buggin', and I am queen of overthinking sometimes. Most of the time. Let's say most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. The thing is, like, with me being an overthinker, if you don't give me an answer, I'm going to try to figure that shit out, and I'm going to drive myself nuts. And I know I'm not the only one who does that, so I'm like, I'm not even going to be like, don't judge me. I know everybody who listens <laughs> does that. But I've noticed I'm a good person. I'm a, I'm a great person. Like I said, I have my moments, but when someone crosses that good person, I'm just like, it, it'll bother me, it'll upset me, but the thing is, I won't say anything. Mm-hmm. You'll see it in my actions. You'll yeah. see, you can, the thing is, like I said earlier, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't choose to do that, <laughs> it's just how it is, mm-hmm. but I can literally just be sitting there and you can read me like I don't hide my emo- I'm an extremely emotional person I don't hide that but it's like I won't tell somebody how I'm feeling but I'm the type of friend where I tell people if something's bothering you you better tell me that shit mm-hmm. if something's going on you better let me know you better put me on hit my line like mm-hmm. I don't care what it is and that's why and I, oh, I forgot who, I forget who I was talking to about this I feel like I've talked to a few people about this when it comes to how certain people act and a lot of people may not agree with this, which is completely fine. Sometimes I even be looking at myself crazy and I'm like, why do you do this? But when people act a certain way towards me or in general, I take that shit personal. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, it's not like, oh, you're out to get me personally. I know that's not the case. But it's like I said, not to put myself on a pedestal, but I am a good person. So when you are going, if you're going through something... That's fine. I have my, I, like I said, I'm the queen of overthinking and stress is my middle name. (laughs) Like, even though I'm a lot happier, I can say this, I'm a lot happier than I used to be. Thank, thank God. But I'm human. I still have my moments. I'm able to handle them a little better than I used to, but I still have my moments. Yeah. 
But the thing is, it's like, I take offense to if somebody's acting a certain way and they don't come to me. Like, first of all, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you're dealing with. I don't care about your issues, your anxiety, your depression, your PTSD, your paranoia. I don't care about none of that shit that you're going through. And when I say I don't care, it's not that it's not important to me. But your struggles are not going to make me love you any less. So if you're going through something and you cut everybody out and you include me in that everybody, knowing who I am, as far as who I am as a friend, and you include me in everybody that you're cutting out, I straight up take offense to that. Straight up take offense to that. And a lot of people may not agree because I understand it. Oh, don't take things personal. It's not just you. They're going through things. You know, they're doing this to everyone, which is fine. I go, And I'm not judging that because I'm human. I do it too. But I'm pretty sure there's some of my friends or maybe not or some other people in my life that are truly important to me that feel the same way that I do. Like, if something's bothering me, you don't, you don't tell me. I'm going to feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. That's why and that, that's why I kind of understand why some of my, um, some of the people in my life get like that with me and like get pissed off when I don't say things because it's like I don't care what you're going through tell me because if you don't tell me how you're feeling and that's another part of what I needed to get off of my chest (laughs) girl my chest my chest has been bugging for the past few days I was like what is going on what is going on literally I don't know what it what it is but something I'm telling you, I don't know if it's the Libra moon, the Libra sun, but the Libra something is on its way out. So I can just feel Libra season leaving me. So shit is getting real. Shit is starting to get real again. And I'm just like, oh my God. But getting getting things off my chest has been, I can't even put it into words. It has been so hard lately. Usually with certain things, I'll be like, uh, uh, but. As of lately, I'm like, wow, I noticed, I always want to know what's going on with my friends, but when someone asks me how I'm doing, shoot, I, I'm quiet, yeah. oh, I'm good, I could be struggling, and I'm, I'm fine, I don't need help, I'm okay, why am I like that, that's what I'm trying to figure out now, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm the same way, like, but the capacity that you have for other people's stuff to deal with their emotions and their like feelings and like their flips and swings like i don't have that capacity yeah but the thing with me is like i also don't force people to have that capacity for me like i know that when i go through my stuff like unless you're front and center involved in like my life you won't even know or if you ask me, I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, everything is fine. Like, yeah, it's great. Whatever, whatever. But when I'm really going through it, I don't reach out to people. I don't feel the need to, like, tell everybody or, like, tell somebody about how I'm feeling. Or yeah, because you don't want to make it hot. It's like, yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm going through my thing. I'll get back to life when, like, I'm ready to. I need right. a moment, you know? Right, absolutely. Which I get. I've never, Excuse me. and that's kind of the thing too, where it's like, as much as I am not, not to, this is horrible, it sounds horrible, I don't know a better way to say it, 
but it's like as long as I'm I'm not there for you and you're not there for me then it's fine because it's not like I'm a burden but like when you need something I'm not there that pisses me off and then the other way around too it's like if you understand that I need my space and you you also need your space that works but like it's really easy for me to make people feel like I'm very like emotionally unavailable because I I don't have a lot of capacity for that stuff but I love you like if you're going through <laughs> something I'm here I want to be there for you like I'm here for you but I have a, a limit to like yeah and which is not a bad what thing I can do because you have to realize and I've learned this too like how you were saying about capacity and stuff having the capacity for certain things yeah. If that shit is starting to take over your mental capacity... You can't. You would, no, you really can't. You really, <laughs> really cannot. You'd be like, I love you, but nah, bruh. Like, yeah. you, your drama and your mess and your energy is starting to drain mine. So, with that being said, you gotta go. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like dwelling on stuff. But I see, don't like the same thing over and over. I'm the type of person who I say this and I'll be like, you gotta go, but I'm such a loving and understanding person. Yeah. I like, the thing is like, I, I, it's not even the me giving people chances because I, I don't, I, maybe I don't believe in, oh, giving person a second chance. I don't, I don't know. I don't believe in stuff like, like that. I don't believe in. Maybe that's just me, but the whole, <laughs> oh, I gave you three chances. I gave you four, five, six. No, because I'm just like, first of all, I'm human. Mm-hmm. I know I be bugging. I know I'm not perfect, and I embrace that. I know you're not perfect. I know you be going off off of it sometimes. We're human. Things happen. So I'm going to be mad in the moment. We're going to talk about this, work it out like adults, and then keep it pushing. Yeah. There's no need to be dwelling, oh, I gave you this many chances, it that many chances. Matter. No. The, the point is, like, either we're going to move forward or we're going to stop here. Yeah, that's fine that's exactly what it always is like okay you, i could have pissed you off you could have pissed me off but the way you go about it it's not always like it doesn't even matter like to me talking about the past is irrelevant unless oh my gosh <laughs> i'm <laughs> dead okay <laughs> so talking about the past is irrelevant unless it's something that's affecting the present or the future yeah. If it's not, please keep that. Keep it where it belongs. Keep it in your head. Keep it in your fit. Write it down. Do whatever you need to do because I don't care about it. I don't want to hear about it. It's over. It's done. We're not dwelling on it. What's going on today? Yeah, because that's you have to keep going forward and not. It, it sucks because it's very, it's very hard because I know a lot of people, including myself, who've been through things that really are hard to let go of especially especially when it comes from your parents oh stop we're not getting this oh girl don't even get me fucking started are we really about to we can because you want to talk about it we can talk about it let's talk about how growing up with dysfunctional parents fucks your life up let's go about how minority parents don't think that minority children deal with depression and think that shit is fake Oh, mom, I got depression. Well, you can go depress them dishes. What? <laughs> it, ma'am. Ma'am. I just told you. Uh, ri- yeah. We can can talk yeah. about it. We can talk about it. It's it's been, parents in general. I gotta be quiet because my mom is probably low-key listening. But <laughs> parents in general are a lot. They are. 
are. They are a lot. But minority parents? We can fucking talk. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. Like we can talk. I got the time to talk today, bitch. (laughs) I got the fucking time to talk today because we we can make this a deep and swift conversation. But I got time. I got fucking time. Can we talk about we can we talk about how growing up with dysfunctional minority parents, i.e. single mothers and choosing them the people that they invite into their life, especially like I'm saying, talking about you know, single mothers, inviting certain men, or even not even certain men, dealing with your dysfunctional father, how that makes you choose, or it can lead you into choosing the wrong people in your life. Can we really oh, talk about how dealing with a single mother can fuck your shit up? Excuse my language, but it's the truth. Dealing with a mother who has to raise not one, not two, but more than three children, or three or less three children, period, by themselves. And can we talk about how single mothers put that shit on you? Let's fucking talk about it. Let's talk about it. Don't get me wrong. I love my parents. <laughs> no, parents, they but do. Then... I genuinely feel like, well, at least our parents. I can't talk for everybody else's parents. But they, overall, I believe that parents always try to give their children a better life than what they have. Oh, absolutely. And the, the issue is where in the spectrum did your life fall under see the thing is like i don't have to deal with half the stuff that my mother had to deal with where it's like god you have like drug addicts stealing your stuff your parents growing up in the hood yeah your parents are like strung out on drugs no i don't have to deal with that and my mom even though like she had to deal with those things same with my mom and it's better like my life is better than hers because she didn't want me to do what she did but in doing that also there's there's levels to this like yeah, yeah i didn't yeah. have to deal with that but i had to deal with other right can we talk about how minority your- <laughs> right how <laughs> can we talk about how they and they try to be slick with this i love minority parents i love my parents i, I love my i love my parents like they're no matter how much they get on my nerves and i know i probably do the same with them which is normal it's fine but like can we really talk about it can we talk about just like i have had i didn't have the same struggles as you doesn't mean that i don't struggle i do struggle and it's all generational it's all going down the line yeah 10 times as much pressure to like understand the situation and try not to pass it down to another generation that's why i'm like i can't have kids anytime soon i don't want not to say well obviously not anytime soon because i want to you know have my life set up right which everybody but i always tell my mom too i don't want to have kids anytime soon first of all i don't want to bring any form of life into this world the way that it is now regardless the world is going to be fucked like, it's going to be messed up regardless, and I'm not going to be able to protect everything from them. But I don't want to have to have a child who is recovering from their childhood. I don't want that. 
Yeah. I don't want my child to be like, yo, I had to deal with this, that, and the third. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. Like, I can't. Like, I'm not saying my life was absolutely horrible. But, girl. And the thing is, it's like, it bothers me because a lot of minority parents try to discredit the pain and suffering that their children go through. Because and because it's not as grand as what they went through. No, I didn't have to be around drug addicts. I mean, I had to be around a lot of alcoholics, but yeah. no, I didn't have to deal with the certain things that you do dealt with. I grew up in I don't I don't know what I what I call Middletown suburban. I, I don't know. Suburban. Like I grew up in a suburban part of New York. I'm from city by association, but <laughs> but I grew up in a suburban area in New York, so I didn't grow up in the hood. But don't think that Middletown hasn't had its moments where people got shot and killed up here. Come on now. That's why I'm like, just because I haven't dealt with something as horrible as you doesn't mean that my struggles, my feelings, the, sh- the stuff that I have to deal with and go through are not valid. Like, and that, I mean, I think that everybody's life also, like, I could complain about a lot of stuff. But at the same time, I'm so thankful and grateful for, like... Oh, absolutely. Who my mother is, because even though I have my, you know, I have my life, which it has been heavily affected by the decisions that she's made. Yeah. At the same time, it's like who she is made me who I am. Who right, absolutely. Is, made me who I am, where I grew up, and I did grow up in the hood. That made me who Crying, I am. Crying, yes, you grew up in the hood. I grew up in the South Bronx. Like, at that point. <laughs> It don't get no litter than that. <laughs> Let me tell you. And I'm fine. Like, I feel like everybody has, like, their things, you know? But just because I'm from the hood doesn't mean that, like, I'm going to stay in the hood or my kids are going to be from the hood. This is all getting better, hopefully, as the generations progress. Yeah. But at the same time, where you're from and who your parents are and all that, like, everybody has issues like absolutely probably like so basically protective over us and like maybe that had its effects but then you have like these rich parents who have nine to fives but they really be working 24 7 and like they don't have no time for their kids and yeah we think that's better in a way because like oh you have money to do stuff and you can have like money is so not it it's not but People really be killing people over it's, a piece of paper. It was never crazy. that deep. Like, but yeah, no. Has their seriously. And I'm just like... I really be like... I know I'm not the only one... Who got to deal with people that really be bugging. Like, I, I know. And I'm like I said, I, I hate to be the one to vent about it and complain about it. Because I'm not saying that my life was absolutely horrible. I'm not saying, oh my god, my life was absolute shit. No, my life was lit. But some of the stuff that I had to deal with, whether it would be major or minor. The issues that I have is that a lot of the things that I went through as a child, even though you could say, like, I'm over those memories, like, yeah, they suck, but, like, I'm over that moment. Some of the things had, like, uh really nasty effect on like my personality my level of comfortability my confidence my self-esteem like these are things that are very crucial crucially being developed as a child 
And once you mess stuff like that up, it could take a lifetime if you ever, like, really readjust yourself. Because, like, certain things, you just, you never really know how it affects people. And parents really, like, I feel like it it takes a lot for them to understand that every single thing that they say, every single thing that they do has such a large effect on their child. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I realized that, yes, it did get cut off, but like I said in the beginning, I might be adding a part two. It's not a might. I'm definitely going to be adding a part two to um, Life is No Joke. Um, So I definitely want you guys to stay tuned and keep a lookout because I might be posting it soon. So this might be the second podcast of this month. Hopefully I'm going to try to do more than one this month. So yes, definitely keep a lookout for part two because... Part two is just as juicy as part one. I might have a part three and four because when I tell you, we was chatting for a good minute. So I am so grateful for you guys listening and for everybody who supports this podcast and for everyone who listens. I truly, truly appreciate it. I do this just for fun. I do this just because I feel like it's a safe space for me to vent, to talk about things that a lot of people don't really talk about because, you know, a lot of people out there deal with a lot of battles in silence. And I'm one of those people, but when I come on this podcast and I just chat and I just vent, it makes me feel a lot more comfortable because I know whoever is listening, at least if it's not everyone, there's one person who's dealing with something in a very similar way. So I truly am grateful and appreciative of everybody who actually takes the time to tune in and to listen to me talk my mess because, (laughs) yeah. So very grateful, very thankful, and I will see you guys in my next episode. Love you.